Hello, stars. This is your host, G, back with another Star 47 brand podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the mindset of a alchemist and a magician versus the mindset of just everyday limited human thought, which if you're studying the occult or anything inherently beyond just the new age over romanticized version of spirituality, then you will understand the detriment of human thought. Even the yogis and just basic uh, practitioners you know, in prana in the pranayama, they understand that your thinking apparatus is what blocks you from tapping, uh, tapping into spirit, which spirit corresponds to the word breath, so your breathing, but also that corresponds to the bread which the bread is what was fed to the people by Jesus. You know, uh, that bread also corresponds to psilocybin and mushrooms, right? Lathin, which is mycelium, right? So understand that your conscious mind is what is constantly fighting or blocking your true spiritual realization. Now, also, because we're talking about alchemy, if you don't know what alchemy is, alchemy, quite simply, in my my own words, you can get books on alchemy, but in my own words, alchemy is quite simply a means for transformation alchemy also comes from um, alchem which means the black land okay so this, the origins of alchemy um, are in Egypt Kemet. okay the black land so um, this transformation out of darkness right out of the ignorance of humanity right the stone age uh, uh, things like that and into a more scientifically refined spiritual um, body that has been merged now with male and female polarity, right? The soulmate connection has been made, right? Or if you haven't done that work to realize your own soulmate, there's techniques for doing so, some of which we may cover at the end. Uh, try to keep this one pretty short. So, the mindset of an alchemist is to always adapt change. Now, your change and how you how you adapt that is up to you, right? You have decisions to make on how to personally live your life and whom you want to surround yourself with. These are all interpersonal decisions that you must make yourself um and just deal with it based upon your own judgment however if one wants to take the crossover or make the crossover right into say higher wisdom higher levels of knowledge wisdom and understanding you must humble thyself to realize and always remember that you know nothing, even in the grand scheme of what you may have studied or read, I myself included. The greatest teachers will tell you that even in all that information that they have acquired and gives them an ability to teach, is still not enough. It's only a mere fraction of what is really out there and that could be obtained. So to ever think that you have figured out some magic formula, right, uh, and that it can't be updated and adapted 
and it can just stay firm and stagnant, fixed, right? As um, used in when referring to zodiac, right? Or certain cardinal elements, they can be fixed, right? Uh, almost immovable, right? You don't want to stagnate your element. Right. By refusing to absorb new elements and create new elements by combining uh, those fragments. OK, that's what one of the things an alchemist does. They understand the many pieces create the one. But without those many pieces, you only got fucking one. So make sure you don't rely on just the one when the many make the whole, especially understanding your your light. As a divine being, it, I know that's what that's how we call it, how we refer to ourselves. And yes, you are divine. You refer to you should refer to yourself in that right because that is true. However, your divine being has been fragmented into the abyss type pieces of humanity and what is known as a human body, which is the biggest distraction. You have to think about how to eat healthy, how to how to um, keep the machine of the body going. So you're constantly in survival mode just off that. Right. Just based off that, the fact that you have to eat every day. Right. And if you don't eat or drink something, you can perish pretty quickly. So you're always in this survival mode. So over overriding the survival mode or bypassing it briefly doing using techniques such as meditation and astral travel, lucid dreaming, ritual, candles, right? Sigils, things like that. Scrying. Okay. Uh, All of these different type of things are just used to bypass the subconscious because I think what hasn't been said or what should be said, especially to maybe ease the mind of of a beginner or a rookie, uh, is that doing the magic or one of the main caveats to magic is you must do whatever you do and forget about it, meaning you give it to the subconscious. So that's the thing is like if if the event manifests it's kind of not really up to you to say if it was real or imagined it's happening so just appreciate that shit for what it's worth uh however once you begin to get more technical in your magic and you can apply things and move them in accordance with your will then you will have a better understanding of the matrix or the Maya said illusion that we exist in because any magician will tell you that doing magic is the first thing that makes you investigate the illusionary nature of this world because if you can visualize something and make it manifest or have an imagination of something and make it manifest whether physically spiritually, mentally, metaphorically, however it manifests, well, mainly we're talking about physically right now, then you you can really say, okay, at the very least, it would cause some kind of a question, right? You have to begin to question if your own sanity, right, is valid. And that's something that you will read a lot in the code of those who lose their minds, become schizophrenic, fucking possessed by demons, you know, a bunch of bullshit, which really probably from people who weren't healthy mentally in the first place. So if you're not healthy mentally, I suggest you do things that keep you healthy mentally and just leave this shit the fuck alone. If being a regular human and knowing what you know makes you happy and you're not looking for anything higher, then just go do that. Don't listen to the podcast any further because what you're about to hear is probably to advance for you anyway. But if you are a real star and you understand the truth of 47 and how to use 47, how to activate 47 and how to make 47 shit manifest for you, 
then keep listening and we're gonna drop these nuggets real quick for you all right so alchemist um alchemy is also a mental practice mental alchemy is quite possibly the only thing that exists you could argue we only have mental alchemy um be based upon understanding the hermetic law um that the mind is all so um any form of change that you can go through whether it manifests down to the physical is started in a physical nature or excuse me in a spiritual nature uh a more higher refined etheric uh, motive or emotion. Okay. So these motions or these motives give rise to your emotions. Now, if your emotions are out of control, that's where things can go awry. Things get out of whack. You lose your, you lose sight of who you are, what you once were, things like that. So that's why the control of the emotional body, which is the astral body, astral also means star, so to truly be a star, you must learn to wield and gain control of this astral body or to truly understand the totality of this starry vessel that you're wielding, also called a human body. Because you can go on NASA.gov right now, really do your research, don't take my word for it. NASA.gov is telling you that 99.9% of the human body um, is made of stardust. So what does that tell you? And like I just said, astral projection that gives credit, um, you know, it's like they'll 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 tell us that what we're doing is a pseudoscience. Yet every new discovery is just revalidating with new terminology some old shit that our ancestors already did hundreds of thousands of years ago. So if they did this type of things hundreds of thousands of years ago, don't you think hundreds of thousands of years is enough time to do do research to figure out? If it's valid or if it can at least produce a minimal result, right? Make you feel a little better. Ain't that what everybody wants anyway? So why not fuck with this shit, um, you know, uh, unhindered, unfiltered, unhinged, right? If that's what you're going for. If you really truly want to feel better, well, here's a fucking... I'm about to tell you a whole list of techniques that can not only help you feel better, but if you apply them with a more advanced mindset, with the mindset of a star then you can actually begin to tap into uh, higher realms of being within thyself, right? Nothing exists outside of you. All is within your interactions with those around you uh, are merely reflections of probably the inner conflicts you're having right now. And I know that might be a little scary upon realizing, um, if you can realize that, but, uh, and it's vice versa for those around you, so everyone here is filling their role. Um, you must understand there are no coincidences. The definition, Webster definition for coincidence um, is a correspondence in nature, synonyms to irony, fate, destiny, all right? Uh, 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 luck, okay? All of these things that you've been come to believe is actually uh, bullshit. So let's deal with uh, some of the more, um, some of the ways you can actually begin to reformat your thinking and reformat your, your, your spiritual prowess and your spiritual reach. Okay. Uh, because if you don't even understand your spiritual reach or your magical reach, then you most definitely are a rookie and you need to really Get on the bandwagon of experimentation. Stop letting people convince you if something is real or fake until you see for yourself or you can know for sure for yourself consistently without fail. If you can't do that, then you're not a fucking scientist because that's what a scientist would do. They would conduct a consistent experiment to get a consistent re result. And in my early studies of magic, this is what I came to realize that was being said by said authors, they would say that no magicians don't deny this, that the same the same uh, uh, process can yield the same result. All right. So there's a lot of factors, I'm sure, that could go into that happening. But 
we're not here to deal with the technical because the technical is what distracts you from actually doing said work because you're sitting here thinking about am I doing it right or or if it is this even something possible to do right under think about this if if it was about doing it right or wrong there's infinite minds in the universe we don't know how many minds that really are in the universe so let's assume there's just infinite minds in the universe so is it everybody doing it wrong if everyone's doing it a different way based upon their being different minds. So if everyone's doing it wrong, that means everyone's really doing it right. Like and unlike the same. Or if you if you want to just break it down even simpler, just you as an individual. If you're doing it wrong, you're actually doing it right because like and unlike's the same, rookie. So you don't really understand the seven laws. You just can repeat the information back, but you don't know how to use them. And that's your own fault. Sophia was birthed in Gnosticism. They talk about Sophia, which is... Uh, also, a description of your soul. Sophia's um, ignorance in matter or in her in her humanity is is her own fault or is his own fault. All right, um, because uh, Sophia is where you get the philosophy. Right, Sophie is in the fucking middle of the name or Sufi, like Sufism. Okay, so we're de- we're talking about an aspect of communicating with the soul and dealing with the soul if this ain't the shit you want to do you think you just got the soul because you black and proud well i got news for you bucko your ancestors did a lot of work for hundreds of thousands of years if it was that easy i don't think they would have gave it so much effort so perhaps you should give it a little bit more effort and or just leave this shit alone like i said church is an open door anyone's welcome come at come as you are so <clears throat> Uh, if you're not trying to go back to church and be a mind control slave, then here's some shit to understand and to actually deal with. So uh, I highly, highly, highly encourage to everyone that you at least begin the investigation of lucid dreaming, and astral travel, uh, um, things of that nature. Uh, you know, I understand that the whole super duper dark side magic shit is not for everybody so if that's not true cool however i encourage that if you claim to want to be a spiritual practitioner you got to do some spiritual shit you got to work with said spirit and and build up a will to be uh proficient instead of being at the whim of it no it's gonna be hard it's a long road however this is the work you signed up to come do and if you're telling me you didn't sign up to come do it, then what the fuck are you really here for? Just to kick it? Well, go kick it. Get off the podcast. This ain't for kicking it. I will kick it once I'm done making the podcast. But during spiritual time, it's spiritual shit happening or a spiritual conversation, uh, spiritual knowledge. So learn to separate your humanity from your actual uh, spiritual time. It, it makes it more sacred. All right. This is how you make it sacred for you, right? It's not just such a fucking pro, uh, uh, profane thing anymore, all right? Uh, at least for me anyway, do as that will. Uh, however, um, I will say that upon doing a lot of astral workings and lucid dreaming type of things, uh, it became very clear to me that what, they, what our ancestors said must have some relevance and that is these worlds including the astral realm is in layers They're, they are, they all have layers d- different refinements of their own energy or frequency uh because i could see myself in the dream right i would be meditating sitting in a like a yoga type posture cross leg and i would actually astral project out of the dream right so i'm in the dream astral projecting to I guess you could say a, a even more refined dream, right? Where the colors would either be more vivid or less less defined as something, let's just say, uh, familiar and earthly, right? Humanoid or structured. It would just be more of like a uh uh experience, um, um. Uh, blissfully right or sometimes nothing at all right it might blank out of those parts very interesting um but 
like I said, if you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about right now, and this is just so beyond you, then I encourage you to get books on astral projection, lucid dreaming, um, out of body experiences, things like that. Um, if you're a real nigga, or if you're really just about that life, I encourage you to get some magic mushrooms. Take the magic mushroom, uh, or like ayahuasca, something like that, and then go into the experience. Um, I myself, I had different goals when when doing uh, the psilocybin, the mushroom. Um, however, I can tell you that that is. Uh, one of the ways you can actually increase your sensitivity to said things because the blockage of your conscious mind will be out of the way based upon you taking this drug and it shutting it down for you um, on a chemical level. So if you need the help, right, or you just need to just kind of get a feeling for what that's like so you can hold on to that feeling and just bring it back into your practice without drugs, that's perfect. But just know that both can be obtained. Um in fact, something I will can, I can tell you that may help you, uh, if you're doing a lot of this work and deja vu seems to increase more frequently, just know you you on the right track and you, you probably uh, are starting to get in the game a little bit, right? Uh, but now I want to challenge you. I'm gonna challenge you, rookies, and and I'm gonna say and this was a challenge even for myself, and it's still a challenge, right? Every day is a fucking challenge on Earth, but. Uh, just know that uh, I challenge you to manifest a situation with your will, in accordance with your will, right? And in the moment, you, you got to forget about it after you you uh, set your intention and program and do your rituals. Forget about it, right? You, you banish it to the subconscious. You banish it to the ethers, Right? Uh, for it to just do its workings, right? Um, yeah. Uh, but you're not sitting there harping on it. How's oh, it gonna work? And uh, magic's not fucking real. All of that doubtful ass, low energy shit. Uh, you gotta fight through that. All right, fight through that. Um, if you need something a reminder two second rule two seconds thinking about it then they banish it is gone two second rule all right so boom uh what i'm gonna say oh shit lost what i was i forgot what i was gonna say uh yeah just get into astral projection and learn to consciously exit the body i know like I said, if you're a rookie and you just think you got it now because you learned some new cool words, a kundalini, a chakra, a pineal gland, right? A super conscious, but you haven't used that. Or if somebody asked you, well, how do you do this? You give them a blank look or a book definition. You don't know shit. And that's just what it is. So take it upon yourself to not um, to not stay in rookie season. Um and and get to that pro level or at least take swings like you're a pro fake it till you make it every rookie or every pro excuse me was a rookie first think about that every fucking pro you ever seen play any sport was a rookie or an amateur before they were pro so embrace this rookie shit i'm not just downing I'm not just doing it to down it. It's because this is the state that we all should be in and striving to raise out of. We all are rookies at heart. It's just most of us stay rookified where some of us will climb out of that crab in a bucket mentality, you know, of staying complacent with what you got, you know, staying complacent because... You know, you read a few fucking Zodiac charts and you think you good. I I got news for you. All that Zodiac shit is evil. The Gnostics, who were your ancestors, whether they were in Egypt at the time or not, they gave you knowledge that connected very, very, very strikingly close to the exact same in in, in Kemet. Some of them say that it's straight from the temple wall anyway. So... 
Uh, you just got to deal with that. They told you all of the Zodiac shit, although they understood it and they had maps of it. They told you it was fucking evil. So what does that say? Is it there for you to cheerlead or is it there for you to be understood and used as a tool? Come on, we got to we got to put the put the adult pants on with the spiritual study. All right. It's the same thing. So uh and I would argue the person who deals with this shit would have a more fulfilling life in the, in the end. And anybody who's on this conscious wave like this, like we are as stars, we are, I would argue, would have a more fulfilling life lifetime in the end because you have that knowledge of self. You're not walking around here ignorant of who or what you are. If you're still ignorant of who or what you are, i.e. if you don't know what the soul is or you don't even know if you have a soul, can you be sure? Just being black, are you sure you got a soul? Come on. You, if, you don't, if you're not sure, then that means you need to fucking study and stop being a rookie and acting like you just got it because you, you cool. Cool ain't getting you into heaven, bro. And if you don't want to go to heaven, if that's not your concern, get the fuck off the podcast. That's all this is. But cool ain't getting you to heaven. It's not getting you to heaven. So basically, you got to remember, in all of our divinity, in all of our glory as gods and goddesses, once you died or as priests, pharaohs who became gods, because the pharaohs would deify themselves and become as gods on the walls. But once them niggas die in all their glory, they still would do rituals to protect themselves in the afterlife. What does that say? You niggas don't even do rituals on earth. Here they are doing rituals in the afterlife to protect themselves, to guide them out of what is if there was nothing to be done after you die or you just there's just nothing to do because you just dead. Why were they going so hard and and studying so much, making hieroglyphs of everything. Did y'all niggas know in the temple of Osiris, ironically, in the temple of Osiris, there's a hieroglyph of a, a helicopter, a jet, a submarine, and like a satellite dish. You know, people try to debunk it and say that that's not that, but that's a very hard bargain. That's a very hard job to say that it's not. Look this shit up. Helicopter jet inside a temple in Egypt, the temple of Osiris. This is very real. So that says a few things. One, the technology we have today is not fucking advanced technology. It's actually old technology. It's ancient technology, the shit that we have today. What does that really say? But then, like I said, yet again, all the scientists are still trying to prove or find new discoveries that just so happened to coincidentally align with what your ancestors already said hundreds of thousands of years ago, either somebody's fucking lying or somebody's really stupid. That's really all it comes down to, to me. Um, if, if this was just a pseudoscience, we're wasting our time here. We should be focused on life and just doing the best we can do without trying to enhance our lives using anything spiritual then I would argue that there wouldn't be any mythologies around the world that all kind of corresponded to the same thing. Also, I don't think that there would be detailed descriptions of spirits and their properties. I don't think people would have tried to do magic if for so many years if nothing was happening. Um, I also don't think that people would have tried to correspond modern science with ancient information if the ancient information wasn't relevant in some way because if it was just bullshit and they was wrong or they used the wrong names they couldn't figure it out because they didn't have telescopes and doctors uh then what would be the point of connecting it and saying that it's just like this or it's just like that all the time that's what every new discovery does it references something old so if you're not studying old shit you you can't really even say that you understand the new the new age because you're a fucking rookie and that's just what it is. You you have to go back to the beginning of time to study where you are now and why it's even relevant to be where you are now. If you don't care, then you obviously not in the wrong. This is the wrong pathway for you. Perhaps perhaps yoga would have been a better choice. I I'd actually encourage yoga over this shit and 
that's just me giving giving it real. This is a lifetime of discovery. This is not a fucking overnight thing. So I see people coming into this study for overnight, and it's not an overnight. This is a fucking lifetimes of information. I can tell you because I've been through them fucking lifetimes. Don't believe me? I don't got to. I don't care. It doesn't really matter anymore. It doesn't move me one way or another. I know what I know. But I can tell you for a fact, based upon listening to a bunch of stuck people who can't get out of their own boxes, I know for a fact these lifetimes in this karmic debt, are they actually mean something. Karma means to do. So if you're not doing shit, you're not doing anything, you don't have no fucking karma. Y'all niggas ain't ready to really deal with this shit. Karma means to do. So if you're not doing nothing spiritual, you have no spiritual karma, nigga. So get the fuck out of here. You're still a rookie. You just a human with no spiritual cosmic existence. You you have to activate what you are. You don't just gain it because you fly and you look nice. I promise you this shit is more is more involved than that. I promise you. I could I wouldn't be telling you this shit if I didn't think so. If it was just we all cool and we just gotta we gonna be we gonna be okay, we we shall overcome one day. We just gotta wait on the spaceships to come. Like come on man, this shit sound crazy. Like what are we gonna wait for? No. So uh use these things. Now, few techniques before we get out of here. Uh one Chakra meditations are your best friend. The chakras, the seven chakras correspond to the seven laws of the universe, which correspond to the seven heavens or the seven layers of this this entire realm that we exist in. So if you're not getting that under control, you haven't, you won't be able to begin to realize the true totality of the number seven. Remember, this is. All right, stars. Back with part two. Got cut off a little bit. That's all right. Uh, so, um, as I was saying, um, one of the first things to do to be able to uh, be able to invoke the energy of change and begin to realize the actual totality of the number seven, right? Forty-seven. So, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the chakras and um, some of the archetypes to which they correspond. These are very important. Archetypes, archetypal, uh, it also corresponds to first or primordial, right? Um, the Gnostics refer to the, zo- the zodiac or the zodiacal archons, right? The 12 archons, which are also archangels, okay? Uh, if you study um, like the Metatron or uh, some of the Jewish and Kabbalistic texts, they will refer to to about the angels like Gabriel, Michael. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of angels, you know, all uh, a lot of them ending with L, E-L. You notice a lot of the angel nails, it would Michael, Gabriel. Uh, Yezreel, Yetziel, Aniel, Annabelle, which is my mama's name. Annabelle is actually an angel. It's my fucking mom's name. We'll talk about all this shit later. But uh, basically, anyway, um, all of the L means God, right? Um, this God uh, is where the Germans got good. So, you know, God is good all the time. This God is in correspondence to the light. However, Gnosticism will tell you if the light is the light fascinated this God. Be, the light fascinated this God because he was not from the light. He had never seen light before. He was fucking ignorant. He's a false, jealous God. He was jealous because he didn't have the light. Oh, come on. If you if you're religious, this definitely at the podcast for you. We shitting on all of that. But if you are coming beyond that and you're beginning to understand the metaphysical properties of your religion, so you can activate that shit within you, 
And this is information you definitely need to know. So we're going to deal with the seven main chakras and their related emotions and archetypes. Remember, your emotions are connected directly to the astral body. So these emotions are your dreams. You need to know that your, your astral body is your emotional body, which is also your starry body. Astral means star. Okay. So when you dream, you are, you can think of it like roaming the stars or at least the symbolic interpretation of what we can as humans interpret as star light frequencies and, and, and energies, right? So um, they come to us through our emotion. That's why controlled emotion is a must. If your shit's out of control, how the fuck you going to know if it's the spirit versus it's, you know, anything else, if that's the work you're doing. If you're not doing any of that work and you're just emotional as fuck, then this will also help you to understand where some of these emotions may have rooted themselves and how they can be overcame with higher knowledge as well as meditation, nigga. Meditation, which is what we're going to talk about. All right, so the root chakra is located at the base of the spine. It's the first chakra. This chakra fil filters energy up from the earth and connects our higher energies to the basic reality of life. The emotional issues relating to this chakras revolve around the essentials we need for survival and our sense of security in the world. This includes shelter of home, financial security, adequate food to nourish ourselves, good emotional ties, family, friends, community, and country. It becomes damaged when we lose our connection to Mother Earth. In other words, when we become disconnected from the most basic human levels of existence. Related to the root chakra are the dysfunctional archetype of the victim and the functional archetype of the and the functional archetype of the mother. So reason what that means, what that really means is your entire your entire existence of how you support yourself as a human comes from your mother, period. And your father, too, of course, is collective. Remember, these are androgynous energies. Don't get caught up in male or female. All is uh, engendered with these androgynous concepts. So you got to remember, this is how your mother, look, every child is a victim of their parents' scrutiny, their decisions, like it's just it's no debate of that. That's every child. So this is where you are rooted in the base. However, most people, when you talk to them about consciousness, the first thing they say is, well, we got to eat. We got to. That's because they have their energy is trapped in the fucking root chakra. And this is what a true occultist knows. This need not be said, but it's being said to you now. So. If you if you can't sense this type of shit or you, this is in information that you are not privy to, this will be very, very helpful for daily life. So most people, when you talk to them about something woke or spiritual, the first thing they do is fight it with their humanity. Oh, we got to we got to eat. We need adequate food and financial security. And home. That's all relevant. That's all root chakra shit. That's like I said, those are things that should be inconsequential. To just your everyday living. That's, this isn't higher knowledge. This has nothing to do with higher wisdom. Uh, in fact, it's actually counterintuitive. It's, it's in opposition to talking about higher wisdom. Okay? So, uh, the sacral chakra. Um, no, is the second chakra. It's located in the lower abdomen, about two inches below the navel. And two inches in. So you could consider like the belly button or a little bit below the belly button, really. Uh, it's a essential part in Asian martial arts for movement and coordination. So the hips, all of that. This this involves the hips. So, um, you know, uh, throwing punches from the hips, things like that. Uh, at an emotional level, it governs our sense of abundance, well-being, pleasure, and sexuality. Uh, so these are gradients... The sexuality also is involved in the root and the genitals as well. Uh, just know these frequencies spill over into each other, right? They overlap higher and lower, right? So the higher frequencies overlap the lower frequencies, okay? That's basically what I'm saying. 
Alright, y'all gonna get it. Y'all gonna get it. We're gonna get it together. Slowly but surely. Alright, it's it's fun. You know, once you once you really get in the zone and you really start fucking with this shit, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And then you 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 will be very knowledgeable at the very least, right? So, solar plexus. Uh, it's a center which has been highly exploited in our society, especially Western culture. So that's why McDonald's, Walmart, Burger King, anything that's probably selling you something. Think about this. Macy's. Everything, right? Is it's, it's red or yellow because this is a direct psychological or you could say a spiritual attack. On you. If you didn't know how this shit worked before, you do now. So it should be no debate as to whether a movie is programming your chakras. Because it most definitely is. In fact, if you really watch movies, and well, of course you watch movies, but next time you watch a movie, look intently for the chakras to present themselves. So if there's a victim... Which oftentimes there is in the beginning, the damsel in distress, you know, that's the root chakra. Right. Uh, So someone who's very sexual, maybe a martial artist uh, uh, or a pregnant woman would represent the sacral chakra, also known as the martyr or the functional, the dysfunctional archetype is the martyr. A functional archetype is the empress or the emperor. Okay, so somebody um, like a man or a woman who is just probably really on their shit. Uh, solar plexus is the upper abdomen. You should know where your solar plexus is. Okay, emotional issues on the solar plexus are self worth, self esteem, self confidence, and personal power. So most movies I've noticed based upon study, most movies deal with the lower three chakras the most, and a little bit of the heart chakra based upon the love aspect. Got to rescue uh, the girl or, you know, win the lover over. But most movies deal very heavy with this sacral and the solar plexus chakra. So look for the background to be yellow. It might be slick. You might realize the scene is yellow. And ironically, the main character has on a yellow shirt. What does that tell you? And then the whole time they talking about their power. They making this decision. Their self-confidence is lacking. They're trying to figure out how to, if they're a superhero, they're trying to figure out how to use their superpower. All right. This is all in the solar plexus or at that yellow type of level, excuse me, Um, decision-making, empowerment, self-value, right? Uh, All of these things correspond to the solar plexus, okay? Uh, The servant and the warrior, right? The servant is dysfunctional. So if you are just a servant motherfucker, you a slave, you got a dysfunctional solar plexus. But if you that warrior, then your solar plexus is functioning properly. I've been a warrior my whole life, damn near. Uh, so, you know, I, I know that the lower three chakras uh, for me personally are a cinch um, emotionally and physically. But if you struggle with any of this shit emotionally and physically, then this needs to be investigated on a physical, spiritual, spiritual and mental level so that you can uh, perfect that which is in you uh, and and make it like like wine or or the ferment. Okay, you must ferment this knowledge within yourself uh, so that it can it, it can be like wine. All right. And age like wine and bring you more fruits. The heart chakra is located in the center of the chest. Uh, loving bonds, relationships, joy, uh, community, open hearts, kindness, things like this correspond to the lover. The heart chakra, the function, the dysfunctional archetype of the heart chakra is the actor or the actress. Think about that for a second. The dysfunctional archetype of the heart chakra is the actor slash actress. Like I say, keep thinking, 
these movies and things you watching on TV is just for your fucking entertainment. And guess what? Some of it very well could be because the people who made it are just equally as fucking stupid. And they have no knowledge outside of anything mundane. So, yeah, some of it could just be bullshit. I ain't telling you what to watch on TV. I'm just saying if you watch something that you feel has something a little bit more than what's apparently being put in front of you, you owe it to yourself to investigate. Not to anyone else, right? But you owe it to yourself to at least investigate. So, um, you know, the, these actors and actresses, they represent heart chakra on a dysfunctional level. Remember, this is them, especially in the movie, before they acquire the lover. Once they acquire the lover, that heart chakra is now activated. So they, movies will show a, a, un, a dysfunctional chakra and then a functional chakra based upon the flow of the scene. And this is not new shit. This is not something new. This is ancient. Shakespeare and even older, even older things uh, like the Iliad. You know, shit like that, like, um, uh, who I'm trying to say, uh, excuse me, Morpheus, the Oracle at Delphi. If you don't know what the Oracle at Delphi is, um, the, there's an entire, um, there's an entire theater system that was set up for people in like Athens and shit to be able to come and dress up as gods and goddesses and do these comedic shows. It was the divine, they called it like a divine comedy where they would act out the roles of these gods and goddesses doing a bunch of funny shit. So this is ancient. This is nothing new. It was often used to belittle and mock the gods of either an opposing type of like religious faction or to venerate and honor the gods of their culture. So do with that information as you will. The throat chakra is the next level. So here we are at the fifth chakra. So you got the root is one, sacral chakra, two, solar plexus is three, heart chakra is four, and number five is the throat. Uh, it acts as a bridge between our minds and our hearts. It's the center of communication, creativity, self-expression, willpower, and truth. Its purpose is to allow clear and effective communication and to enhance our creative spirit. Express feelings clearly and honestly. Uh, our throat is open and we feel alive and expressive. If for any reason we are blocked in expressing ourselves, the center becomes congested. It can lead to health problems, focus in the throat, mouth, and sinus area. The dysfunctional archetype of this center is the silent child, which I used to be a silent child. And the, functor, the functional one is the communicator so in movies when you see a, a dude they gotta go to this dude and or uh not go to him but constantly there's always somebody on the phone right on the phone calling him giving him information this could be the co the communicator i.e this character the hero i.e you it's all about you the mind is all it's your mind uh it's talking about your throat chakra right you communicating with your throat chakra being open and, and creative and honest and all of those type of things, okay? Number six is the brow chakra. It's located at the forehead between the eyebrows, governs your ability to think and discern, use our intuition and imagination, gather wisdom from our life experiences. It is also known as the control center because it is thoughts and attitudes which enable us to change our perceptions and ideas about how life is or how we think it should be. When we reflect positively on life, we begin to build a strong spiritual life. The dysfunctional archetype of the brow chakra is the intellectual and the functional archetype is the wise person. So that's a very distinct difference that must be understood. Being intellectual don't necessarily make you wise. So what that the ability to regurgitate knowledge and all the definitions and shit. But the wise person is the one who lived it, the one who really went through it. So that's why I can tell you, a lot of you niggas is fucking rookies. No bullshit. I love you, and that's but it's facts. Y'all niggas is rookies. Embrace that. I embrace it every day. We're, we're not talking about downplaying ourselves. We're talking about using a mentality for transformation. 
Okay? In whatever way transformation looks for you. If you get to level one of transformation and stop, congratulations, nigga. You a level one rookie. Might, but don't come on level 99 trying to tell us why level one is so fucking great. Because we been to level one. We telling you, all right, that's cool, but now what? All right? So, let's fuck with it. Number seven. In the brow chakra, which like distinct where your eyebrows or ang where his arrow points, that's your third eye. It's distinct from the crown chakra, which is the top of the head. The very crown links you to links us with beauty, refinement, our spiritual nature, the soul. It channels energy from the heavens into the physical body, starting the process of downward flow of energy, which grounds the spirit in the body. This chakra grows and develops as we mature and opens us to the source within. This The dysfunctional uh, archetype of the crown is the egotist and the functional archetype is the guru. So it's a you you can be a ego a ego maniac whose head is on fire or you can actually be an enlightened guru and 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 realize samadhi, okay? And realize samadhi. Cuz it's not a a place you go. It's not a destination or a, something that can be even obtained. It's something that has to be realized. So if you have not yet realized what Samadhi is, you need to go back and listen to the Samadhi podcast. Why explain advanced techniques and methodology of how you can activate and realize what Samadhi is for you, rookie. And if you really, if you just want to really have a shortcut, if I just want to tell you right now, that the true secret to Samadhi is meditation. So, how skilled you are at that. Because when we talk about how skilled you are at that, the actual work, niggas fall short. 